welcome to the Intuitively Wild podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Levine. Living Intuitively Wild is about coming back home to ourselves. Here, we talk about how to live connected to ourselves, others, and nature, and make a commitment to radical authenticity, vulnerability, and acceptance. On this podcast, we delve into a wide range of topics that span the human experience. We peel back the layers and talk about the things that are often not talked about. This is a space for us all to walk and wander this path of life together. Let's dig into our roots and go deep. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Intuitively Wild podcast. Uh, I'm so happy to be here with you. And today I wanted to go into the name of this podcast and my brand, Intuitively Wild, and I guess define my terms and also the importance of them to me. So for me, living intuitively wild means living dedicated to your true authentic self. And living wildly means pursuing your intuition and what you feel is right for you recklessly, regardless of quote-unquote logic. And our intuition is this inner knowing inside of us. And I have been one to, if we're using these terms I just used, really live intuitively wild, to tune into my intuition and follow it with reckless abandon. And I have a lot of people ask me, how do you stay so connected to your intuition? How do you listen to your intuition? How do you know what it is? How do you have the courage to follow it? And so that's really what I wanted to go into today. What is intuitively wild and how do you live connected to your intuition and truly wild? I believe we are all born with this innate ability to listen to and hear our intuition. We're intuitive creatures. That's how we've survived so long. That's how we've thrived. And unfortunately, in this day and age, from a very young age, we're taught to disconnect from our intuition and our truth and that inner knowing. And I believe it's our responsibility to reconnect to ourselves, to reconnect to that voice inside us. And we have to disconnect from the noise around us in order to do that. We need to disconnect from who people think you should be, who people are telling you to be. We need to let go of people-pleasing and expectations and society's ideas of success and failure and make your own rules because we are all here to follow our own rules and our own path. We all have such unique journeys that we are meant to manifest in this world. And if we live according to the path laid out for us versus the path that is talking to us within ourselves, we turn off our ability to experience the magic that we are here to experience, each of us individually. So that's why our intuition is so important. And that's why I'm so passionate about helping people realign 
with who they are and reconnect and strengthen their intuition. But learning how to reconnect to our intuition can be really challenging because we've been stripped from that ability and that connection from such a young age. So it can be helpful to start with small things or to check in with the parts of your life that you do feel connected because all of us have the ability to tap into our intuition in some shape or form. So you can ask yourself, where do I do feel intuitive? Where do I do feel connected to myself and in flow and confident? And that can be different things for different people. And same with where we're disconnected. I know for me, I have a really strong connection to my intuition when it comes to people who are meant to be in my life or places I'm meant to go. But I have a really hard time connecting to my intuition when it comes to things around recovery, like what I'm into the mood to eat or what movement I want to do. That Those things are still hard for me because of my journey and my trauma. And so everyone's disconnection and connection to their intuition is different. So check in with what areas feel stronger to you and what feel weaker and start with the stronger things and notice how that intuitive knowing shows up in your body. So say you're really good at knowing what you're in the mood to do on a Saturday night. Say Saturday comes around and you're like, wow, I just really want to watch a movie or I really feel like talking to this person. That's your intuition talking to you. So notice how that shows up in your body, whether it's excitement or a sense of peace or just a grounded knowing and start to realize and notice where that shows up in other areas of your life. And each person's intuition speaks to them in different ways. And this is really laid out clearly in each person's human design, which I think I will go into in a separate podcast. But for some people, your intuition can show up by your emotions and how you feel. For some people, it can be this quick gut knowing. For some people, it can be excitement. Some people, you need to talk it out. You need space and time. It's different for everyone. So it's really about learning how yours shows up and really appreciating the magic in that and acknowledging how powerful that is, that your body just knows what you need and what you are here to do. Is If we can take our mind out of it, we know the right decision that is meant for us. And this is why it is so important to learn who you are, to know who you are and what you need and how you work and really dial in on those things. Someone may give you all these tips and tools for success that worked beautifully for them and you try to apply them to your life and you come up flat. You either fail or you feel resentful or it doesn't feel right for you. It could show up in so many different ways, but it doesn't work for you. And that's because it's not your path to success. So you have to learn who you are. If someone tells you, if someone were to tell me, you should do your best work in the middle of the night because that is what I did when I was writing my book and my creative sparks were just flowing. 
If I tried to do that, I would fall apart. (laughs) I am such a morning person. But on the same token, if I were to tell everyone, wake up at 5 a.m. and meditate and do all these things, that's not going to work for everyone. And society really likes to have these five rules to success. Do this and you will be abundant. And that's just simply not the truth. It's knowing who you are and it's really taking responsibility to get to know yourself and to not rely on other people to give you the answers and to play it safe because the answers lie within which I guess is cliche but it's just true and this is absolutely not to say that we need to do everything on our own or not seek out guidance and support because that is crucial to our well-being in our path as well. But it's about knowing the support that you need and that your intuition guides you there. Your intuition is the one that tells you, oh, I need support now and this person is who's going to help me or this advice actually is meant for me or this advice is not. It can tell us what is meant for us and who is meant to be in our life and the right teachers, the right guidance, the right timing. Our intuition is what guides us there. I think we can too often put people on pedestals and think that they always have the answers or to think that we need to do absolutely everything by ourselves and not seek any support at all. And neither of those things are true. One of my favorite things is to talk with my friends and get advice and really feel into what feels right for me and what feels right for them and to notice the difference between the two. How cool is that to notice that different things are right for different people and neither is right or wrong. And we have to leave space for our intuition to surprise us, to not make sense and to be uncomfortable. Our intuition will probably often lead us to our discomfort zones. It wants us to grow. It wants us to evolve. And it wants us to face our fears so that we can step into the next step of our journey. I think we can often feel that listening to other people's rules and following what we think we are expected to do can give us this illusion of safety and control and comfort, I guess. It it allows us to stay more comfortable versus walking out on these unknown paths that might not make sense logically. That's scary. And forging your own path is scary it's because there's so much unknown in that and you have no idea how it's going to end up but that's when you know it's your path when it doesn't make sense but it feels right that's usually what leads to the biggest transformation there have been so many times in my life when I made decisions that made absolutely no sense to anyone else sometimes they barely made sense to me and that wasn't why I did them I did them because there was a knowing within me that it was what was right for me and I knew I had to follow that that has been true in so many times in my life especially when it comes to 
my travels and where I moved to, I purely go off intuition. I, when I moved to Hawaii, I didn't know anyone. When I moved to California, I didn't know anyone. When I moved to the UK, to North Carolina, I had no idea why. I didn't have a foundation. I didn't have a community. I didn't have any logical reason for why these places were calling to me. I just knew that they were the places I was meant to go. And people have judged these decisions. People have questioned these decisions. People have fought against these decisions. But the people in my life who really matter have slowly come around to the knowing that they can trust my intuition because I trust it, because I'm confident in it. So when you exude that confidence and make decisions for yourself, the people in your life will start to trust those decisions as well. And if they don't, then maybe they're not meant to be in your life and new people who do will come in. So much is about confidence, man. You just gotta be confident. Even when you're not, you just need to take that hesitant step forward and trust yourself. It all comes back to trusting yourself. It can bring up a lot of shame and insecurity and fear. And that is another reason why a crucial part of living intuitively wild, knowing your intuition, knowing yourself, living wildly is accepting every piece of who you are, accepting yourself. Even the parts that you feel so ashamed of, the parts that you never want people to know, the parts that feel not okay. You need to be able to look at them. Because we all have every piece of the human existence within us. We all are petty and rude and mean and angry sometimes. And that's okay. And w- when you're able to acknowledge that within you and know that about you and when those things come up and why, that's when you can work through it. It's when you understand it, you can heal it and you can change it. And you can also just accept, yeah, sometimes I get really angry. Sometimes I get really selfish and that's okay. That is okay. The trap is thinking that if we follow society's rules, we can hide these parts of ourselves. If we follow the expectations and be the perfect person, we can avoid anyone seeing these shameful parts of us or thinking that we hold them within us. And it allows us to maybe feel better about ourselves. But it's not true. And ultimately, those parts are probably going to come out even more because you'll be living a life that isn't aligned for you. And that will show itself in one way or another, whether it's physically or mentally, emotionally, spiritually. Even if you try to numb it or ignore it, it will be evident at some point in your life. I hope that this podcast helps you notice how you can live even more fully and in alignment and provide tools so you can do so to help you learn about yourself deeper and understand yourself better. I want to empower you to trust yourself and take your own advice and listen to your own knowing and be confident in that voice. 
I want this podcast and Intuitively Wild in general to empower people to say with confidence, oh, I'm just doing this because my intuition told me to. And that, and for that to be the only explanation that you need to give people. I want this podcast to provide you with that confidence because our choices and our life, it doesn't have to make sense to other people. It doesn't have to be aligned for other people. It's not going to be. That's the whole point. I can make a decision that feels so right for me and it to feel so weird to other people and not make sense and when they think about doing it in their life it feels wrong and that's because it's my path it's my choice and all you have to do is own that and be confident in it and not need other people to validate you or to even support you sometimes sometimes your intuition is going to tell you to do something that other people aren't going to support but you need to have the ability to know what is right for you and follow it wildly. And when we can accept that our path doesn't have to make sense to other people, we can also accept that other people's path doesn't have to make sense to us. And therefore, we're more accepting and encouraging of other people's intuitions. It's just this beautiful circle of encouraging people to be themselves and to live their intuitively wild life and to follow their truth with reckless abandon. So I just wanted to summarize a bit and go over some key actionable steps to help you really step into living intuitively wild. And the first is to start to note when your intuition does feel strong and to note when in your life you feel disconnected from it. And really write this down. Really have a day or a week or as long as you possibly can where you are writing down all the places that you feel connected to your intuition and all the places where you feel really disconnected. And then the second piece of that is to notice how it feels in your body when your intuition is talking to you. Do you feel excited? Do you feel grounded? Write it down. Again, I think putting pen to paper and really tracking these things is crucial. Will help this journey even more because you'll be able to really integrate the work you're doing and remember the moments in your life where you feel this, and also to track your progress. And then as you're starting to get to know yourself and getting to know your intuition and how it shows up for you and how it feels for you, then start relying on your intuition with small decisions and slowly work yourself up to using it for bigger decisions and more decisions in your life and strengthen the muscle. Your intuition is like a muscle. So decide that, okay, tonight for dinner, I'm going to solely rely on my intuition to make this decision and then choose another moment and another and let those unfold for you. Another step here is to observe when you feel uncomfortable following your intuition and ask yourself why. So again, ideally writing this down, notice how you did intuitively know that You wanted to do one thing, but you felt you couldn't listen to that. And then journal about why. 
And these will bring up key pieces of yourself that either you feel ashamed about or that you're hiding or where you're people pleasing and unlocking these will allow you to remove more blocks from you and your intuition. Along with this, notice when you rely on others for the answers at times when it doesn't feel right and ask yourself why. Notice when you're seeking others' approval, seeking approval from specific people at specific times, and really get to the bottom of why. Getting to the root of these blocks is what will help you remove them from your life. And we can only reconnect to our intuition by embodying that, by experimenting, by trying and living it. We can't just intellectualize it. We really have to feel it and start doing it. So I think the key is to start integrating these steps into your life and take conscious action towards that reconnection and to have patience and to allow it to take time and to be kind to yourself. It's honestly pretty challenging and scary to live intuitively wild in a world that tells you to do the opposite. The world does not want us to be intuitive. The world does not want us to live wildly. The world wants us to do what we're told and to do things that make sense and to follow the rules. (laughs) I can still sometimes get frustrated when there are times that I struggle to listen to and hear my intuition in my own life. And I just have to remind myself that I have lived the majority of my life disconnected from my intuition in this way and so it makes sense that it's going to take time it makes sense that this is feels foreign to me so we really have to have compassion with ourselves along this process and if there are areas of your life that you feel so disconnected to your intuition and to yourself those are the areas of your life where there is deep healing to be had And those are the areas of your life where there's so much magic on the other side of knowing yourself in that spot. So allow yourself to just start to make mistakes, to try something new, to play around with this process and have fun with it. Ask yourself, how do I already live intuitively wild? And how can I live even more intuitively wild? Ask yourself these questions and you may be surprised by the answers. The more we're able to live in alignment with our intuition, the more at peace we feel with ourselves. It can be greatly uncomfortable and scary at first and forever, But there's also this inner sense of peace because we know we are living in alignment and our actions are in alignment with our needs, our desires. I believe we are all put on this earth with our own path, our own gifts, our own needs, and they're different from everyone else. So we need to be able to tune into those. And with that being said, some people are just more intuitively inclined. Some people 
have more of an ability to tune into their own intuition, to help others tune into their intuition. So it's okay if this doesn't come naturally to you, at least at first. But we all are intuitive. We all have that ability. But if you do want support learning about your own intuition and reconnecting to it, I would love to support you. That's what I do. That's the work I do with my one-on-one clients and all the products I made are geared towards helping you reconnect to your intuition. So if you would like support with that, please reach out to me. I would love to even just have a discussion with you about what's going on um, and see if we can strengthen that connection to yourself. So I will leave you here with that for now. I really hope that you can take some time after listening to this episode to check in with yourself, ask yourself these questions, ask yourself how you're feeling, how this felt for you, and what you can take away from it, and how you're going to move forward with this process in your life. Okay, that's all for me. Bye! Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of Intuitively Wild, the podcast. I hope it helped deepen your connection to yourself, sparked some insights, and inspired you to live intuitively wild. If you enjoyed this podcast, it would mean so much to me if you would share it with others and leave a rating and review. And please reach out to me. I would love to connect with you. I will see you next time for more magic.